station with the best, 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 best music. Best music. I love the I music. Love the mu- best music. HGB. You're listening. HGB. Being a superhero is bad for your health. Now that you're here, why don't you stay a while? The coffee's all brewing here on Carla's Coffee House, HGB Canada. Stick around, we're going to have a good time tonight. So welcome to Carla's Coffee House. It is Tuesday night and we are getting ready to have Connie Sonye from Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, join us here on the show. It's going to be a good one. I know you're going to love it. Of course, why wouldn't you love it? We're so lovable here at Carla's Coffee House. I just feel like I smoked weed, and I did not smoke weed, just letting you know. I did not do that. I just feel like I did. (laughs) We're going to give you some of Connie's music right now, and they were going to give her a call on Skype and uh, get this show rolling on the road. So um, before we do that, I got a little announcement myself I want to tell you about. I'm going to be playing April 27th at the Hollywood Star Room, 1560 Route 690, Clark's Corner, New Brunswick, with The Gang. Uh, The Gang is family tradition. It's composed of myself, my Uncle Freddie from Amherst, Nova Scotia, and it's also composed of Jim Aylward. Alw- uh, <laughs> Told you. It's just like I'm stoned or something. I don't know. I think I had too many hot dogs today. And uh, anyways, we're going to be at the Hollywood Star Room. It's going to start at 9.30 in the evening. But here's the catch, folks. We're going to have a makeup artist there. Carol. Carolyn Gallant is going to be there. Um, she's going to put makeup on the women if they so want to. If not, she can make me up two or three times. It won't hurt my ugly face none. So, you know, we're going to have some fun. Um, we're just waiting back from word on a uh, special surprise guest appearance from two dudes from St. John, New Brunswick, who are making a movie. Yeah, and they may show up. Now, tickets are $20, and uh, you can just get them at the door. We're not going to do pre-sales or anything like this for the show. This show was a kind of an accident. It just kind of happened. So I hope you guys, you know, oh, yeah, that's why I said all this to tell you. For those who can't make it physically there, we are going to try our best. Sometimes the internet connection isn't the greatest out there, but we are going to try our very best to offer you the same show live on concert windows so you can go to my Facebook page, Carla Bennell, and check that out under the events section. So you'll be able to watch and uh, get involved that way. We do ask that uh, you let people know about it. It's not often that we all can get together like this because we live in different parts of the country. So yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's country rock, some originals. And just a darn good time at the Hollywood Star Room. All right, so we're going to give you some Connie Sonier. And this first song up is called 
somehow. And we're going to be calling Connie right after this. Sir, that was Connie Sonia. We're going to call Connie on the phone right now. Let's see if I can get this fixed this time. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. Then I got to figure out how to make this. Oh, yeah. Did I do it right? Hello? Oh, hi, Connie. This is this is great. <laughs> I think I did it all right. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> so we just got done playing your song and look it's going to be a silly night tonight because it's just uh, i don't know what's wrong with me i was just telling my listeners i'm acting like i'm stoned but i think it was just the hot dogs i ate So, Connie, you're coming to us from Yarmouth, Nova Scotia right now? Uh, just a little bit outside, yes, about 20 minutes, about 20 minutes uh, southwest. Oh, that's awesome. And do you guys got snow? Because everybody else does back east. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Yeah, we have a, a blusterer, as they say, I guess, in the, in the Maritimes and uh we didn't. We didn't really expect it this time of the year, but you know, um, it's when a, it comes, we have to deal with it. Yeah, it's a little odd because it was like, uh, like I'm out here in Brampton right now, and I've been, you know, keeping in touch with back home, and uh, I, I heard the complaints right at the end of October that winter came early, and it doesn't seem to be leaving. And I'm heading back <laughs> there soon, and I'm like, can you guys kind of get rid of the snow before I come? <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know you guys got the power to do that. Where's home for you? Home is actually in between two towns, Chipman and Mento, New Brunswick. Oh, very nice. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's very nice. You're killing me, Connie. Already, that's great. Do you? You probably don't know where those two little towns are. No, no, I, I, I can't say that uh, I've been to either one of them. Yeah, there. Uh, one was a lumbering community. The other one was a mining community. So, and they're kind of on the downcline for population now. So, that's pretty close to Fredericton. Oops, we had a poor connection happen okay, there. Okay, I know where that is. Okay, yeah. So it's not far. <laughs> if you get lost, that's probably where you end up, Chipman or Menno. So, Connie, I know that we've well, got a I've little... Always... Sorry about that. So, I, 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 I can always get lost. Uh, there's not a problem there. I, always, <laughs> I, I tell people when they come with me, just, just look forward to an adventure because we might not get to where you think we're going to end up. And that's okay because you can find new cool places that you would never have thought to look, right? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> now, we do have a little bit of delay, just let the listeners know. I mean, that's Wi-Fi for you. Sometimes you get that. We'll pretend we're CNN, and we have that little bit of delay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who are you going to be? I want to be, uh, what's his name there, the guy with the white hair that looks like, uh, you know, Sam the Eagle. <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> He's the main character on CNN. I like him. <laughs> well, uh, to be honest, we we don't have we don't have TV anymore. So I, I'm not I'm not up on the uh, newscasters or or the news shows or anything like that. Um, I kind of get any news that we get is online and uh, and uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of. Uh, Oop, I guess. You know, a lot of people are doing that. Me, my, like, I haven't had, like, TV for any length of time. I Maybe three months since 
19, uh, 2006, I think, because oh, I, wow. I can get yeah. everything online and, you know, it's just a waste of money to sit down and watch it. <laughs> it's like, I don't have time to watch it. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, speaking of that, speaking of time, I know that... Now, this song, I really, there's something in this song that's got, it's got a hook in it. I played somehow when the, we, we just started the show. And it's got this really cool guitar hook in there that makes it addictive. And you want to listen to it again just so you can hear that really smooth guitar hook. And it's, it's not a big deal, it's, but it's, it really catches you and pushes the song all the way through. Can you tell us a little bit about... Um, your inspiration for writing that song? Um, I actually wrote that song. There was um, some... Um, I, I look at um, publishing opportunities, and there was an opportunity to, to write for uh, a program about teen uh, pregnancy. And <clears throat> I took the inspiration about... Um, we have a very high... Uh, rate of, of of teenage pregnancy here in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, and um, I know um, it, 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 it's a it's a very very difficult thing to have to to deal with when you're so very young, and um, I wanted to write something from the perspective of of that uh, person who who found themselves in that situation at a very young age. And um, how they would, how they would cope, and what it would take for them to be able to get through that um, experience somehow, and, and build a life for that. Wow! So, did you um, have you showcased this song in very many uh, places that that can get that message to the uh, the audience that you wanted to get it to? Um, to, uh, actually. Um, I kind of presented it to the um, the publishing, and, and it wasn't taken up as an option. And and I just I, I play it sometimes live, and I and I tell and I tell the story about how it came about and what what the message was that I was trying to convey in the song. But to be honest, I haven't really pitched it to to any of any um, any areas like that to to see whether or not. To. So thank you very much for the the, the, the compliments about the song. That, that was. Um, I, that's very nice. Uh, I appreciate that. Well, you're very welcome. And I, 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 I played the electric. You did. What kind of what 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 yeah, kind I was it? The, the, um, at that time, I had I have well, I still have it over here. It's a it's a Yamaha electric guitar, and um, I have a uh, I'm sort of sitting in my recording home recording studio, and. Um, I, I work with uh, Logic, so I had added some additional um, uh, plugins and, and um, to give it sort of that that tone that it has and that that sound that it has in the song. So that's awesome. You have your own recording studio too at home. Yes, I do. Yeah. Wow. It helps me to it helps me, helps me to work out songs. It helps me to work out um, arrangements for songs, and it, and it helps me. It, it gives me ideas is for for writing as well no, do and you, it's, it's kind of like having your your sorry go ahead 
Oh, I was just going to ask, do you, do you write with other people or do you mainly just write on your own? Um, I started collaborating in the last, probably last four years, but I've, I've done a few collaborations with, uh, with a few people. And I've been going to, for the last couple of years, I've been going to a songwriter's camp here in Nova Scotia. And um, it, I just, it's called the Road to Sandfest. And, and Sandfest is a huge festival here that um, honors... Stan Rogers, um, and uh, and and they have a, a a writer's workshop that they put together as part of the festival, and um, so we've written uh, a couple of songs from the, the two years that I attended with a, a number of different people. There's I think there were five in each group from each year, and the first year we wrote a song. Uh, it's called uh, Becca Told Me To, and it's about a young woman who um, found out that she had terminal brain cancer when she was 17 years old. And she ended up starting uh, a worldwide movement about um, um, doing acts of kindness for people and being kind to people. And it just, it spread across the world and, and people would, would um, she had a website called um, Better, Better, oh, sorry, it escapes me moment but um, um, where people would post the, the, the things that they were doing for other people and, and, and it just it was so uplifting and, um, so when we heard the story as our group um, in, the, in the camp we wanted to write a song about that and so um, we ended up coming up with something and recording it and presenting it to her and her family um, uh, yeah, it was, it's an amazing it was an amazing experience, and she's, she was an amazing, amazing young woman. Yes, she certainly was. I can, I can remember, remember, I remember that movement very well, and I remember, too, when we got the sad news that she, she lost her battle with, with her, her disease. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. it's a lot of what you do in songwriting now, um, would you say that you're, you're, I hate to use this word, but like an activist or, or somebody that has something like a specific message in your songs that you want to say and you want, want to get out there? Um, I don't, I don't write, um, I, I wouldn't say that I write, uh, sort of political songs or activist songs and, and, um, uh, I, I kind of just write about, um, my observations and, and kind of my experiences, sometimes personal experiences, sometimes experiences that I've heard from other people, sometimes just observing um, people's lives and, and what they're dealing with and what they do, and, and sometimes happy songs too. <laughs> okay, what's easier? i got to ask you this as a songwriter. Do you find it easier to pen mm -hmm. a happy song or to pen um, a more deep, sad song? I think there's different, um, it's easier emotionally to, to write a happy song, um, but it's harder to, to, to write from, from, uh, I guess a happy place. It's easier to write from, uh, an emotional depth place, I guess, if I, if I can put it that way, um, for me. 
Yeah, but I was curious about that because I've had that same conversation with other artists and it seems to be across the board that it's it's a similar answer. It's it's that for some reason words come a little easier, music comes a little easier from a place of depth rather than just a happy-go-lucky place and the songs seem to be fewer and farther between for those happy songs um, when you're writing well of course you know when you write you you don't write one or two you know you've got a lot of songs that you end up putting to paper and, and music and some may be good and you will keep them and other ones could be in the trash can <laughs> but there's uh, a lot to choose from Now, how long have you been at this? You said something 40 years there a little while ago. I'm sorry. Share that. Uh, <laughs> how, long have I been, how long have I been writing? Yeah. Um, I, 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 I probably started I, I I got my first guitar probably when I was like 13 years old and I wrote my first song and it went something like um, yeah um, you have to eat drink and be merry eat drink and be merry eat drink and be merry but don't forget to sleep so that was an amazing song <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of where it started <laughs> that would probably be a big hit today uh, that would probably be a big hit today, because it's simple and people can remember the words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe I should, maybe I should pull it out and uh, dust it off and see what happens with it. Yeah, you should. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's probably been forty plus years that I've been writing. Yeah. And and it's interesting now because when I go to the to um, songwriters group and and look at how other people write and their styles and what they incorporate. Um, it's really, I'm finding it really, really fascinating because it, it, it opens up some more things that you can, that you can use. So as they say, more tools in the toolbox and, and uh, when, you, when you're writing. Absolutely. It's just, it's a continuous learning experience. I find the arts are just, that's what they're about. It's not, you don't arrive. You, it's, it's the journey, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Connie, was you are you able to play for us some songs like right there, right out of your studio on your guitar? Mm -hmm. Sure, I'd love to. Okay, let's do it. Grab my guitar. Okay. <laughs> Did you want me to tell you a little bit about this first song? Absolutely. I'm going to leave it right over to you. Okay. Okay. So this song, um, uh, this song's called Solid Ground, and it it, it, it talks about I was living in Ontario in Ontario at the time, and I had decided that um, I wanted to move out west. I wanted to move to BC, and um, I was kind of leaving behind. Uh, family and friends and a relationship at the time um, and this I wrote this song about sort of 
finding your footing after after you you made that decision and you and you head off. So um, I'll play for you. Wow, that was awesome, Connie. I wish we had a little bit better connection because it was uh, it was wavering in and out a little bit. But man, that was good. I could tell from. <laughs> so, what was the name of that song again? Beautiful. You know, we're going to have to get together like an actual physical person so we can just do a, a full show of you on the floor. How are we going to pull that off? I'll think of a way. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, so, <laughs> somewhere between um, where, where your small community is and my small community, we'll have to find a, another community sort of in, the, in between. How about Amherst? <laughs> We could try Amherst. Yeah, 
play with, uh, he played, uh, we played as a duo who lives in Amherst. So maybe I can hit him up for some connection. Hey, that would be really friggin' awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I think that's, that's the thing with, with online radio is you do get kind of crappy connections once in a while. It happens. And it's always usually with the really good artists, <laughs> and it really ticks me off. It's like, okay, why today? Why is it doing this today? <laughs> but well, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if it's because it, we're still getting a bit of that storm that was coming through. That perhaps that could very bad. well be it. Yeah, because it will mess it up, yeah. especially if you're using Wi-Fi. Sometimes direct connections best mm -hmm. when when that's when you get stuff in the air. Yeah. Um. Now, I wanted to ask you again, are you got any gigs lined up just like in the, for the summer, for the next few months? Um, I'm, I'm doing sort of local performances um, um, and kind of on the lookout for, for what's coming. There's, uh, I'll be doing a workshop again uh, this year and hopefully... Um, I'll be able to play at the at the festival, and there's a local festival that happens here usually in August. And um, in, in the meantime, I'm I'm actually working on um, putting together uh, a three song EP, um, not in my studio, but going into another studio and working with a, 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 a fellow who is uh, helping to engineer and produce. Um, Yeah, that sounds like, you know, um, would you say, how would you describe your music? Like if, you know, you got to, I hate putting a genre on anything, but if you had to, what would, how would you describe it? Um, and I think that, um, I kind of call it, it it's, um, uh, it's Canadiana folk with, uh, a blues and rock influence, I guess if that's. That's so funny that you said Canadiana because that's exactly how I think of stuff too. It's like, no, it's not Americana, it's Canadiana. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it's definitely well, blues and folk. I've, I've traveled in the <laughs> I've traveled in the US and I and I can kept hearing that 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 term and I mentioned this and this is a little bit not on music but because it does our experiences and you know totally affect who we are as artists and songwriters and musicians you said that you lived in Ontario for a while and then had made a decision to go to British Columbia what made you decide to go back to Nova Scotia um, I kind of 
realize that um, that the people, well, I guess mostly my parents, that they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't be here forever. And I had been away since, um, well, early 20s. I left, and I had been gone for 20 plus years. And then at, after a while, you realize that. Um, you know, the people you care about. If you want to have that relationship with them, then um, you need to be where they, they are. So I, I came back home, and it was funny. When I was growing up, I, um, I, couldn't, re- I couldn't wait to get out of here. <laughs> Honestly, it was, it was uh, find me some place to go. And I was 16, when I was 16, I, I won a, a competition, and there's a that I got to, to travel from coast to coast. So I, I got to see um, pretty much the entire country, except for the Northwest Territories. And, uh, um, but from, from Newfoundland to Vancouver, I, I got the opportunity to travel. And I, that sort of sparked that, that desire to, to travel and to go um, see the country. And, uh, but then you realize that, you know, your parents are here and they're, and they're not going to live forever. And so I went back home and I had, uh, I had six years with my, my father and my mom's still here. And so, yeah, so I'll probably stay here while she's still here to, to have that relationship. Yeah, that's, that's extremely important for sure. And in our country, you know, whether you're, you want to stay home or you want to go out and, and explore the country. It's so big and it's so hard to get home. I remember somebody telling me once, like when I was living in Ontario, because my grandparents raised me. So they're elderly. My grandfather's 95 and my grandmother's 87. And they're still on their own. And um, wow. yeah, I know I'm so blessed, you know. <laughs> and But the thing of it is is even in the drop of a hat, if you have to get back in a hurry, even if you take an airplane, you still can't get home as fast mm-hmm. as you think you can. No, it's true. You know, you have to wait and yeah. hopefully you get your seat. And then what if there's a layover? What if there's a storm? There's a lot of what ifs in there. And then, I mean, even last year, mm-hmm. I was still living in New Brunswick. And um, <laughs> I was living in Moncton when pretty much the entire province flooded so I was cut off from Chipman and Mento and Fredericton for a good portion of a month. <laughs> I couldn't get to anybody, and I was in the same province. <laughs> so family is extremely and important. Mhm. And and it's not the same when you when you get news about what's happening, and you get you know something happens. It's it's hard to deal with because you're so far, yeah. and you can't always get home and you can't always you know and you have to it's, it's, I mean there's there's always a trade-off with it whatever decision you make there's always you know something that you have to relinquish and something that you gain hopefully um, in making the decisions that you that you do so um, yeah so that's um, so true and so that's, that's pretty amazing yeah it's true and I think um, you know I, I didn't financially do too awful well um, back in the East Coast and we all know why I mean it's a hard place Um, but you know I was more willing to live way below what you know my level of income was prior just so I would never have to worry about a regret I didn't want a regret in my life I didn't want to say I had time and I didn't go back 
So I said, you know what, I'll, I'll take right. the hit, I'll take the poverty, I'll take whatever's thrown at me. But as long as my conscience is clear, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> because family is important. And, and you, I guess the older you get, the more you realize it because we're, we get wise somehow. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yes. some yeah. people do. I'm still working on it. <laughs> It's funny that our family say that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember my my brother's funeral, my uncle said he, my brother, when he passed away about six or seven years ago, my uncle told my daughter, he said, oh, don't worry. He said, the cat will always come back. <laughs> and I came home two or three years later. <laughs> yeah. So, like, in your long experience of, you know, playing music and having these wonderful experiences with music. Um, what are some of your favorite memories that that you can put in your pocket and say, "I'm glad I did that"? Um. Well, I'm 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 glad I I moved from Ontario and went out west. Um, I had some pretty pretty. Uh, Pretty amazing experiences there. I ended up uh, forming a band and play, played all over uh, the mainland and, and got the opportunity to play at some festivals that were there. Yeah, didn't make Lilith there, but I got an amazing rejection letter, so I think that, 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 was, that's pretty, that was pretty cool. <laughs> wow, an amazing um, rejection letter. And <laughs> I have to say, it was probably one of the best rejection letters that I ever got, so... <laughs> Do you want to but, tell us about it, or can yeah, it... oh, just a second. Oh well, it was just it, it was just that um, they wrote back and and they said that um, that they had listened to what I had submitted and um, thought it was really good and thought that I should keep keep pursuing um, music and keep you know. But they had the lineup that they they needed for the for the festival. So I mean, they didn't they didn't have to be that kind. Um, <laughs> you know, they could have they could have said something to the effect of, "No, you're not, you're not, you know, we don't want you." Kind of thing. So uh, um, I thought it was a really nice, uh, uh, encouraging uh, letdown, I guess, if you if you look at it that way. <laughs> But I did go. <laughs> I did go to Lilith Fair, and I actually um, one one of the women um, she knew the sound guy, and we ended up uh, getting to to um, go to the rap party that was there. So I, I didn't I didn't get a chance to perform, but I did get to go to the rap party after uh, the final Lilith Fair that they had in Vancouver, and that was pretty amazing. Um, I met uh, Carol Pope and. Uh, I was too shy to go up and talk to uh, Sarah McLaughlin. Um, I'm kind of uh, uh, shy about about those types of things, I guess. And um, other time, I, <laughs> I I got to to meet Melissa Etheridge 
um, a friend of mine, I had gone to see her in concert, and, and a friend of mine wanted to go back and get a, an autograph and stuff. So I tagged along with her, and um, I hadn't, I hadn't thought that I was going to to go and, and talk to her and try, you know, maybe get an autograph or something like that. Um, but since I was there, I thought, okay, here's an opportunity, so I'll go up. And I had, I had the the. I didn't have anything for her to sign. I just sort of had my ticket stuff. So I thought it was a little bit flimsy. So I, I thought if I put it on a, a package of cigarette, cigarettes, then it'll have a little firmer um, uh, place so that she could sign it. So it would make it easier for her. So I was waiting. And as I walked up to her, um, I panicked. And I kind of went, put up my hands like that and flung the package of cigarettes and they went flying and they bounced off her chest and they fell on the ground and I just stood there like like uh, an idiot kind of like uh <laughs> and she very calmly reached over took the ticket stop signed it for me handed it back to me and I, and I went hey. I love it that's just like something I would do <laughs> <laughs> and and this guitar here this guitar you can't really you can't really see it but on this part right here okay yeah is um Marie signature wow. and i've been a i've been a huge fan of Marie McLaughlin for for years and he came to play a festival in nova scotia and um it was a it was a, a rainy night it was it was cold and rainy and somebody talked me into going back stage and asking him to sign my guitar so I went, I went there, and I had one of those Sharpies, and um, he opens the guitar case, and I mean, the guitar is black. There's really nowhere to sign with a Sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> he said, and he said, I, I hope you brought a silver Sharpie, and I kind of went, mm, no, and um, so he actually he signed it on the little piece of wood here, and, and gave me a hug, and then, and then he goes, he gives me this hug. Because I told him about one of his songs that I, I thought was inspirational. Um, it's called uh, One Night by My Window. And it talks about somebody who um, basically makes the decision to go for their dreams, to go for. And I said, you know, in, in difficult times, I always remember that song. I always remember. Um, anyway, and he was touched by that. And so he went in to give me a hug. But I was soaked. <laughs> I went to hug and he goes, oh, my God, you're all wet. <laughs> stories now i'm going i'm going to end on this question because i want you to take as much time as, as you want to answer it but it's kind of a twofold um the first part is if you didn't have family ties in nova scotia where do you see yourself and two that is physically living and two um what are your dreams and aspirations that you still want to accomplish I I think I would just if if I didn't have ties I think I would just like to travel I think I would like to travel um, all over 
little pretty much anywhere that um, I could get a gig, anywhere that I could that I could play, and um, uh, I, I've had the opportunity in my life to travel um, pretty much around the world, and uh, I ran out of money. Actually, we ran out of money in in Singapore, and we had to come back, so we never made it to Australia. So maybe Australia <laughs> that would that would be a pretty cool place to go. Um, I don't know that I can I can think of any one place that I would that I would set roots down because the the music industry today you can pretty much live anywhere and you can still you can still have a music career. Um, so I can't think of any one place that I would like to go. I I just I I would just like to to be able to to travel and to share my my songs and share stories and share uh, moments and emotions and 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 meet people and uh, have the opportunity to hear their stories and and play some of play some of my music and impart some of my stories as well. So and. The second part, what was the second part of the question? Do you have any uh, dreams or aspirations that you haven't met yet and you would like to accomplish? I think that um, I, I still want to keep, I still want to keep learning my craft. I still want to keep uh, working on um, the things that I do, um, the, the the guitar work, um, learning learning more about the guitar, learning more about um, playing and and figuring out uh, uh, how how this instrument, how I can get better at this instrument, and um, and still uh, still be able to to keep 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 this in my life in whatever capacity it brings, whatever, you know, whatever happens in the future. Um, I had a, a, an aunt who lived in the U.S. and they would come home when I was growing up. They would come home pretty much every summer. And they were, they loved music and they played music their entire lives. They're, they had seven kids and I, I think pretty much every every one of their children were involved in music and played an instrument and and they would come for a visit and I would just sit there and watch them <clears throat> and watch them play and then I would come home and I would try and figure out what it was that they were doing when they were when they were playing and I had this guitar and um, it was probably like a, a very very cheap guitar and I I was frustrated with it I couldn't make it do anything and, and I couldn't make it sound the way I wanted to make it sound and what I heard in my head and my aunt came over for a visit and, and I said there's something wrong with this guitar it doesn't work <laughs> and, and she picked it up and she tuned it for starters and then she made it sing and she made it make the most amazing sound that I had ever heard and in that moment I I, I kind of figured out that that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be able to do that. I wanted to be able to, to take an instrument, uh, whether it's guitar or uh, voice, or and impart that emotion, impart that that moment that that she gave to me, I guess. And she pursued her and her husband um, played music 
Um, she just recently passed away. She was 90 years old, and she was still playing music wow. um, pretty much till she passed away. So uh, I guess if there's an aspiration there, that that would be my aspiration, and that would be what I would like to to do and be able to do. And there was one time when I was in the um, maybe a Walmart or, or one of the one of the box stores. And there was a father and his daughter, and they were, um, he had picked up one of the, one of the guitars that were there for sale, and um, he was sort of strumming it to, to show her, and it, it, was, it was dreadfully out of tune. And so I, I just sort of stepped up and I said, would you mind if I, if I just um, tune this for you? And he said, no, go ahead. So he handed it to me, and I tuned it up, and I started playing it. And I, in that moment, I hoped that I had done the same thing for that young girl that was there, that my aunt had done for me, I guess. And uh, so, yeah, to me, I think that's that's kind of what it's about. It's 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 about uh, you know sharing and um, finding finding those moments, I guess. Yeah. There is a bit of tradition, so isn't, that, isn't it? I, re- I you know when you're telling that story it reminded me when I was a kid and I had I I was like the only one growing up in my household basically at the time but my neighbors had big families and um both of them were musical and my gram had a racket with me because apparently I would try to run away from home to go where the music was <laughs> apparently I'm still doing it to this day <laughs> but then when i grew up i found out that on my dad's side and and my mom's side because they were all away um a lot of my mom's side um were moved you know to ontario they were all over nova scotia everywhere and back then you just didn't really travel that much and uh, i realized that my dad's side was musical and they were actually in the business and uh well I was like, now I know what was wrong with me all those years. Not only was it just great music I was hearing through the neighbors, but it was in my blood and didn't know it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but those moments uh, do what define us. Bread in the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> me. I said, those moments do define us, though. Um, and they're yeah. so easy to remember when, you, when you've made that decision in your heart and in your mind that that's what I want and that's what I need in my life. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you so very much for joining me tonight. Um, we're going to take it out on one of your recorded songs so everybody can hear it and hear it well. I might play actually two going out. And I want to actually, I'm going to be home this summer again. So if you're not too busy, I do have an uncle in Amherst that I go visit. And perhaps we can hook up and actually mm-hmm. have a real good hoedown. And I can come down to Yarmouth. I don't mind traveling either. I like to see stuff. You could probably show me things that I've never seen before. Um, if that's okay with you, we'll figure it out. And uh, we'll, do, we'll do a show. Sounds great. I'd love to. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Connie. I'll let you go now. And we'll just wrap up the rest of Carla's Coffee House. Thanks so much for joining me. I really ha- enjoyed my time with you tonight. 
and and uh, I did as well. Uh, and I really appreciate you uh, asking me to come and uh, um, spend some time with you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll be in touch and and take care, Connie. You too. Bye All now. Right. Good night. That was Connie Sonier from Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. She's a wonderful songwriter, wonderful entertainer. Um, she's one of those artists that are your hidden gems that you just don't realize what's under your nose until it's introduced to you. So we're going to play you a couple of Connie songs. I think we have time for about two. So these are, I wish it had a, the sound had been better. I know it was pretty muffled for you if you were listening. Um, so we're going to play the recorded tracks. And if I am graced with luck and beauty and riches, I will make sure if I'm on the East Coast, I go and record a few shows, even if they're not live, you'll get to hear them and hear them live. All right, here's Act One by Connie Sonier, and we'll be right back.
that was Connie Sonier from Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. She's a talented, accomplished musician, singer, songwriter that continues to work on her craft. Check her out. Check her out online. You can check her out right here. You can actually talk to her. Come right on over to HGB Canada, our radio community, and she's on there. Hit her up. Have a chat with her. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in tonight. I really appreciate the support that you throw HGB Canada. It is a podcast. This has been recorded. It will turn into a podcast. So you can actually help sponsor me and the station and this show and help us keep it on the air anywhere from 99 cents a month, which is like super cheap, to 4.99 a month to 9.99 a month or any amount that you want. It, it helps. It really does help. The costs are substantial. I do it because I love to, and I keep pulling it out of my pocket because I love to do it. Um, however, I could use the help. It would mean a lot to me, and it would mean a lot to the artists that are on here and the listeners that love to listen to the artists. I mean, really, it's, it's a free service. It's free for everyone else but me. <laughs> hey, I never thought of that. Well, that's true. Anyways, thank you so much for your support. Go join us on the HGB Canada webpage. It's hgbroadcasting.com. You can catch us over there. We have some music reviews going on. Lots of stuff. And also, you can catch us on Facebook and Twitter. Even Instagram. Yes, we have hooked up to Instagram. I don't know how that'll work out. But, you know, I'll try to take a picture once in a while. Okay? I'll just try. Of something interesting. That's the problem. <laughs> so... Tomorrow, you have Unapologetically Brie, and you have the Gossiping Heppers. Tomorrow, between 12 and 3 o'clock. Um, tomorrow night, we have a special uh, that's going to be coming in for Neon Country in remembrance of an artist, a well-known artist of Randy Moore's that recently passed away. So we are going to have a special on tomorrow night, 7 o'clock Eastern. We will be Beth back with Beth and her show on Thursday night. Then we're going to have Eye on Indie rocking you into the wee hours of the morning on Friday night. And uh, hopefully we'll have a little bit more of the Forgotten 45s. And uh, don't forget, every evening, um, right after the show, we're live with KW uh, Country, right out of the USA with Kevin Williams. It's a great show. If you like country, you're going to hear a lot of country and some pretty funny guys on there too. So hit them up, say hello. This is Carla from Carla's Coffee House. We thank you so much for joining us on HGB Canada. Take care until next week. <laughs>